welcome to the My Goddess Complex podcast. We create content for the like-minded to consume and share their opinions, ideas, and anecdotes. We act as a platform for all, but we are especially dedicated to sharing the nuanced perspectives of diverse creatives, specifically women, people of colour, and LGBTQ plus people. I'm Jill, your co-host. And I'm Maya, your other co-host. So, it's our first podcast. I'm so excited. I feel like I haven't talked to anyone other than my family and, like, my boyfriend for weeks in person. Honestly, like, lockdown three has been a whole other kettle of fish. It's like me, myself, and these four walls. But I'm also really glad I have two family members with me this time, despite everyone being busy. So, we're going to start by introducing ourselves a little bit. I'm 22 years young, a Gemini. Sometimes people like to know this. I stay in a town in Nottinghamshire where I grew up and have moved houses quite a bit after my family came here when I was four. I have Zambian heritage and was born in South Africa with family in both places and my parents still speak Bemba too. I'm a BA and MA graduate, loved both Warwick and Leeds. I've gone through the motions of job applications since the initial degree, besides freelancing, but at the moment I'm studying for an NCTJ fast track news reporting course with PA training, which is exciting and also a lot of work. And I'm also an avid music fan, and my favourite app in general is Spotify for sure. I'm 22 as well, um, and naturally I'm a Gemini too, and I've found that I'm often drawn to other Geminis. Like, we flock together, ironically, being twins. But um, I'll also add that I have a Libra moon, um, if anyone cares about that. But definitely, I value all things aesthetic. (laughs) I have lived in London for 12 years, but I was born and raised in the US and Atlanta, Georgia. But I lived one year in Bulgaria when I was eight, where my parents are from, between moving from one country to the other, and then we decided we wanted to move to the UK. And people always find it weird that my American-ish accent has stuck, but I don't know, it just, um, I never adopted that British twang. Um, And Joe and I both have very similar interests and paths, because I'm also a young journalist as well, with an interest in arts, film, culture, feminism, philosophy, fashion, music, basically everything MGC is about. And in true Gemini twin fashion, I've also just graduated from an MSc in Media and Communications from LSC. That's always a tongue twister to say. And I also studied in work with Jill, the same course too. I was almost even about to go to Leeds before I decided to stay in London. And um, I eventually progressed to a day job in marketing communications of a company focused on fashion sustainability and e-commerce. But um Like Joe, I'm also a freelancer part-time and hope to do journalism full-time soon and progress to like editing and something like that professionally outside of corporate settings. Hopefully soon. Let's um, put it out there. (laughs) So um, we basically started this podcast as an extension of our online publication, My Goddess Complex. MGC is short for that. And we want to discuss a bit about how we founded My Goddess Complex and what it's really about. Um, So I guess to do that, we have to start with how we met. Um, We met in the winter of 2016. (laughs) To quote Juana Del Rey, we were in the winter of our lives. And it was actually, it was three of us um, initially, like with another friend. And all three of us studied philosophy and literature at the University of Warwick. But um, when Joe and I met, we were at our head of department, Eileen, shout out to Eileen, Bohemian S parties. And um, I always love those parties. They serve like wine, tofu and cheese boards, like to cater to vegans and vegetarians. And just the vibes of that whole 
little chorus were just the best and Joe and I really clicked. Yeah, like the ethos of the Philip course really made us gel. So the birth of the website was pretty natural. Like Maya said, it was the three of us in the beginning and I remember we were actually laying on the floor in her blue bar accommodation room in first year and it was a late summer afternoon and Sizz's new album was blasting out and we were both like serene and so zoned out in that moment. We just needed to channel like all of our creative sporadic thoughts somewhere. Yeah, I literally remember that exact moment. It was like around June right after yeah. we had finished our exams and I can't believe I thought that first year exams mattered, but <laughs> moving on, <laughs> like we basically started off with this um goddess inspired image um and the blog has progressed so much since then and it's had so many stages because at the start we were thinking of all these yeah the imagery that we would use basically drove what we were doing with it and we used like a wordpress layout which was kind of tumblr s because at the time tumblr was still popping but um now i think we've gotten to like kind of a higher standard in terms of presentation and layout things to lots of our like friends and graphic designers that have helped us and it's had so many stages it's like our baby which is still growing so um not to be too cheesy but yeah we hope to follow in the stellar indie zines and online publications like we love them fatal the independent which i've also started writing for aurelia mag and lots of others but um that's kind of what we're going for with the online publication side so we've started to commission young writers for a small fee and um please check us out on the website we even have an article talking about how we chose like the my goddess complex name and other stuff like that and what we look for in pitches but we're really open to anything and we want to hear like from lots of different people yeah like my goddess complex it's really just about like the expression of yourself and everything that we love and most engage with from cultures and identity to the arts and philosophical thinking uh, and different topics that have connected us over the course of our freshers year um, so yeah. after starting out with personal anecdotal pieces, we moved on to interviewing fellow creatives in our own circles of friends. So shout out to grapefruitsoupblog.wordpress.com, Liam, and university classmates curating playlists, filmless and fashionless. The personal pieces sometimes felt like an overshare to us, but we do commit to giving a part of ourselves to build up the blog's identity and always feel that it's worth it overall. We have now had at least five freelance contributors with think pieces, first person insights and incredible artwork, not to mention the generous contributions of logo and mascot designs from Annabelle and Frankie, from painting Venus to drawing the cartoon version of us. And when we rebranded to the MGC really vibrant floral wreath logo, it took us quite some time to deliberate over which colour scheme to go for, which is quite on brand for Gemini indecisiveness but because Frankie did such a good job as an artist on them in different variations as well. Um, and all of these little things make up the face of what we want MGC to essentially be, to showcase something fun and just quite unapologetic. Yes, exactly. And um, I remember that we first started off with um, kind of like essays on social issues that mattered to us. I mean, mine was kind of more feminism focused and yours was also kind of that along with body positivity. And yeah. then we progressed to like doing our three days at uni, um, three perspectives, ones which so many people enjoyed. And since then, I've been um, trying to get back into that more personal writing space. But I really do love reading those articles that are more um, storytelling kind of things. I also loved like the other mascot that Frankie drew for, for us, which was like the three of us, like the founders. 
along with our other, other friend and um it really because because we're so similar similar but we're also so different we really do want to represent that mgc is for all people who identify as women and um not women too just like it's very inclusive to everyone but why did we actually start the podcast um since we have the online publication well well obviously writing comes second nature to us in a way because that's where we feel personally most comfortable kind of expressing ourselves well speaking for myself at least but i think jill's also mentioned similar yeah. kind of feelings about that but and we love languishing and like the written word and obviously we study philosophy and literature and we want to go into journalism but since 2017 we've always had like really good chemistry and hilarious well if we do say so ourselves hilarious conversations with each other behind closed doors and even though we were a bit sometimes introverted we love speaking to each other and like having conversations about things and we even have a ridiculously long quotes list with each other's quotes and our other friends iconic one-liners and quotes too that just like arise naturally when we're in conversational flow so we wanted to explore the more multimedia side of journalism and have the freedom to expand on our thoughts in podcast form to touch on pop culture and current affairs and use topics that we might not have time to write articles on um, for MGC because at the moment we're busy doing some other things and we're really excited to go forward with it and we have a great community across Instagram, Twitter and social media and we really want to connect further with you all on a slightly more personal level. But to get to know us more personally we also wanted to touch on our post-grad experiences through lockdown because obviously that's the elephant in the room and we can't really ignore the situation yeah. that we're in because kind of <laughs> we haven't written many articles about it but this is a chance yeah. for us to talk about it. Yeah, like, I'm not going to lie, graduation blues have been so real. Like, in a pandemic with everything and nothing going on at the same time. Um, like, there's the achievement of, of graduating in the circumstances, but the reality of, like, trying to land a job when you have no studies on the side and in the current climate is just hard, especially when you had an extra year for this with a master's degree. Then you come out finally ready and raring to go into the full-time job world, but it just doesn't always happen straight away. And then you just have to like come to terms with this as well after having like certain high expectations for yourself. Um, so having graduated last winter with no virtual graduation for my course or anything but a lovely certificate I did get in the new year, it was quite a slump after I rushed to get my dissertation done in September and then I moved back home in that same month and then just had all this free time. Now there's definitely a thing as too much free time even for someone who's a big procrastinator and dreamer like myself. So like most people, I ended up binging like a lot of TV shows. Like, I mean, a lot from Netflix, Amazon Prime, YouTube, just like uh, couch, you know, all those like dodgy websites. <laughs> so like yeah. after I lost the urge to do everything and anything like creatively or hobby related since the initial lockdowns, um, January again was pretty rough just because I wasn't feeling how I wanted to be feeling like regarding myself in a lot of different ways. So I did try to step away and detox by deactivating my personal Instagram, which is actually good to do in intervals and I would recommend it to people. But for sure, it's only now I have my NCTJ going on, which is pretty intense. So I've like, immersed myself in that and found that the weeks are literally flying by. Like, although it's a lot of work, because journalism is a really big love of mine and it's also just nice to be able to learn again. Yeah, I really miss learning as well. And I really want yeah. to, you've made the um, NCTJ sound really exciting, although intense. <laughs> but yeah. I really want to learn shorthand now because, um, yeah, like just making notes can be so arduous. But I definitely relate to 
the lack of creativity at some points during lockdown because even though we have so much free time it just the monotonous routine of every day is really not inspiring and um i haven't really had a social media detox i might try it but um it's definitely very strange and bizarre to just be living through instagram and tiktok because i remember in past years when we've had like easter breaks from university where i've spent a lot of time at home and not doing much i've kind of like gotten into the same lockdown esque slump where i'm very like living through social media and it it can be quite toxic because that's not the real world when you go out, out into the real world you realize that people don't necessarily think in this way that you're just and you you just care a lot about how you're being perceived by everyone's gaze but actually um that's not what reality is so it's just hard to remind yourself of reality when you're in this everyday um same routine yeah it's honestly been a day since march last year even though i've been doing stuff like you as well like pitching and getting into the journalism and um just career goal kind of mindset but of course you have your upside ups and downs i try to stay positive and i'm really lucky that um none of my family or close friends were too affected by lockdown or covid um for me it's especially because none of my extended family live in the uk so we i didn't really um have that same experience as other people where they're not seeing their family members and they can't like hug their grandmas because i usually i'm kind of used to that from um yeah. but obviously i really sympathize with them but of course it's just the staying indoors all the time with short walks that's like and just like workout routines it's like yeah i'm just tired of feeling like i have to be productive when there's nothing else going on and what i'm not going to do is do an ellen and compare this to prison because obviously it's so so far from that we still have a lot a lot of stuff to be grateful for but just the lack of freedom at the start got to me especially and i'm sure you can relate coming back from university to lockdown because you actually went to leeds um because i stayed with my family so it wasn't as extreme but it was still pretty extreme to go from uni a couple months before that like living by myself with my um and then coming back here to living with my parents and then suddenly lockdown hits and you're not being allowed to even see anyone like your boyfriend or even just going to asda or like or tesco or wherever because my dad was really paranoid because he was in the at risk group so it just felt like i was a teenager again and i've seen people write similar articles about this about like how lockdown has definitely yeah just imposed this weird relationship with our parents for the people that are staying like with them but of yeah. course i'm lucky to still be with them but now at least we've gotten used to this so it's like i don't even crave a normal life in the same way as i used to because it's been more than a year now and i feel way more antisocial than i used to be i mean don't get me wrong i'll be right like first in line at the club on June 21st if that actually happens like hopefully Boris allowing <laughs> um and at restaurants and stuff soon but in a way lockdowns also gotten rid of the FOMO I used to have because um I'm just so used to staying at home I don't know if it's a good or bad thing and I'm kind of getting both early FOMO and social anxiety simultaneously at the thought of having to make plans in summer like I'm wanting to but I'm also not like fully comfortable with it if you know what I mean like it's hard to explain but <laughs> Those are my lockdown yeah. feelings at the moment. Yeah, I think I agree. Like most of my friends are saying we get quite anxious with just like social situations like after this because now it's like you're used to being even more secluded than usual. Like even if you're introverted like us, but we still like going out a lot. It's like how to mix those two things now would just be quite odd. Like you kind of don't know how to act with people that you usually would be so comfortable with just because you haven't like been with each other.
for like a year or months yeah exactly like meeting up with friends it's like yeah it's you have to remind yourself how to (laughs) act sometimes especially at the start of like when we were literally in lockdown for months but at least we have like the one thing i am grateful for even though sometimes you get creative blocks we have like time to get into our hobbies as cliche as it sounds so um it has given me more time to write and like we both have like a mutual love of like similar music like both r&b and like indian chill r&b and just like getting having time to watch lots of films and read books and like get into fashion it has helped me um indulging in that like have you found that yeah I think like I found that music's definitely like an aid in all aspects in life like not to be dramatic about it but like it definitely works (laughs) as like a good pastime like I was always that person with my uh, with my earphones in when I was staring out the window on the college bus (laughs) home like listening to music when I was walking like any distances and I remember for the first lockdown when it was more like a proper doomsday feel and we didn't know what to do or like how to act again like I made this routine on my notes app I think you said you did the same Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so I could fit in like dissertation writing like my couch to 5k runs like blogging and like trying to play the ukulele and then I had like an hour mapped out so I could just like (laughs) lay down and listen to music which sounds ridiculous but like it was actually pretty therapeutic and like also um I found like trying to support music acts during this time too it's more like giving them more streams and tuning into like live streamed gigs it's like a good small way to invest in the creative industries that we love and like also help us just day to day yeah definitely um I love that you plan to listen to music that's just the most chill <laughs> thing ever and also the most chill thing ever I definitely I need to start doing that because it is very calming and um yeah you can go check out our favorite albums of 2020 upon our blog but um in terms of what you said like with making notes that's like been the thing that's been getting me through lockdown and um having a routine like you said I think I'm a bit of an extreme example but I love having like different planners like and just planning everything I'm definitely a planner and having a calendar and making a to-do list of things even just writing down I'm gonna go on a walk work out and um also adding fun things like you said like music or reading or watching stuff and yeah, yeah. like definitely working out has been getting me and lots of other people through it and um I also definitely recommend yoga and meditation, just forcing yourself to do it because at the start it sounds like something that you have to do, but then it becomes a part of your routine, which um, which just really helps you relax and um, it's yeah. helped me a lot with flexibility and given me kind of goals because it's like um, getting close to doing the splits and stuff like that. I think the little wins are the stuff to cherish um, during lockdown <laughs> to have things to strive for. But um, one thing I really do recommend, even if you're not like a very like a cleaner type of person, having one day to fully deep clean like your room and bathroom makes all the difference and it sets up your week going forward because motiva- motivation is really important to get through um, the times we're in now. But um, something that we'll probably talk about in more nuance in another episode is our passion for veganism because uh, both of us are vegans and when I met Maya, she was vegan before me. Um, but then I like slowly turned into one from like the first term of uni in 2016. Um, so like this year, 2021 is my fifth year being vegan. And I'm really glad it's been easy to stick with and beneficial overall. Like I initially converted for health reasons and for a 2017 New Year's resolution. And I just ended up sticking to. 
Um, but because, of course, veganism is a lifestyle and not just a diet. <laughs> and I was really motivated Peach. by the ethical reasons as well. Uh, because it was my philosophy friends, like Maya, and like everyone on my course, like the joint courses that were vegetarian and vegan at uni that influenced my view on it. And it's just like a good thing to do. <laughs> um, and I'm actually like such a food lover. So in the first lockdown, I even created like, I guess you can call it a Finstead, but it's just like this little vegan food Instagram blog page where mm, I've just been I love posting. That page. Yeah, it's like uh, Jay's Vegan Test Kitchen. <laughs> I've just been posting mm -hmm. all my food pictures from like way back in my camera roll, like going up to now. And like the vegan community is just the most wholesome thing and loving people with good vibes. So I couldn't recommend being open to the plant-based way of things enough. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think at one point the vegan community was getting a bad rap in stereotypes like, um, you know, the militant yeah. vegans. But now people have accepted it much more into the mainstream. And there's just so many options that weren't around when I turned vegan, which was in 2016. Um, there was literally like if you saw a vegan pizza that was like, oh, my God, I need to buy it right now because I don't know if I'll ever see this again. <laughs> but now there's so many options, as we all know, even meat lovers. Um, have tried the like Linda McCartney sausages like everyone knows about them yes. and um yeah like for me I slowly transitioned into veganism and like I admire you for just jumping straight into it but I just slowly cut out stuff like cheese and I finished with fish and I think that at the time um I was very uneducated about veganism um, I was educated about why I was vegan, of course, like the ethical and um, environmental and even health reasons as well that made me go vegan. Like I learned so much about that and I'm so grateful that I was educated about it. But I also um, was kind of following a toxic diet because at the time in 2016, mm -hmm. there was this thing called high carb, low fat on YouTube um, because watching YouTube videos is what persuaded me to go vegan. But they were preaching the worst advice for nutrition and I was yeah. just very, um, I think I wasn't getting enough nutrition, enough protein while also going to the gym. So it's like, I was just very kind of way more weak. So now I actually know a lot about vegan nutrition. And I really do believe that everyone can go vegan if they're like, if they're able to, um, if they're willing to try, because um, it can really benefit you. I just have so much more energy. But again, not to preach. Like, um, I've also become a lot more educated that like a lot of people can't go vegan because of some cultural reasons and it takes time to you know obviously make like make more people go vegan and it's not about shoving it down their throats like you have to just be very like educational and informative now i just i'm in a really good place like with my vegan diet and we should definitely do a podcast talking about that in the future like how can how we learn to like have a balanced protein heavier diet um, and like, yeah. yeah, getting our blood work done and stuff, making sure that we're healthy. <laughs> so yeah, we'll definitely go into that in the future. But um, that's just something that we are mutually passionate about, along with the other stuff like music, culture. Like we've said culture yeah. so many times, but yeah, yeah. we do love our culture. <laughs> we do love a bit yeah, of culture. Yeah, I feel like when we talk about culture, we're, we're talking about like two things, like the art side of culture, like, you know, like theatre trips, museums, um, like art galleries, but then also actual culture, like our heritages and like, um, you know, like African culture, Bulgarian culture. Mm -hmm. So like, we'd also love to talk about that. Like in future podcasts, we're aiming to dive into topics that both intrigue us and also evoke us and like trending topics that would also love for you to suggest to us like a bit more on our heritages like I said um looking at third cultures because um my family is Zambian 
and then I was born in South Africa and then obviously grew up in Britain from age four so I've got like um dual heritage uh dual citizenship I think like multiple places and it's the same with like mine with Bulgarian American and <laughs> um English um so also like touching on topics from depop gentrification uh different subjects like horoscopes and just discussing like a range of things Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like we love lowbrow and highbrow culture because um we studied yeah. philosophy. We love talking about art, not in a pretentious way, but just like we enjoy yeah. it. We get, we enjoy going to museums where those indie kids <laughs> that yeah. you might love or hate, but um we um definitely are interested in a number of things along with current affairs and of course like feminism, black lives matter, all that like stop Asian hate at the moment. Like just all that stuff mm-hmm. is very dear to our hearts and um Of course we'll we'd love to do this more regularly but at the moment we're going to be putting out a podcast about monthly so every month for now but hopefully if we're all feeling it we can increase it to weekly one day um but there's a lot more exciting things to come we're going to be discussing a range of things including um how we're coping with um post grad life finding jobs journalism um health topics also books like we we love talking about books and series netflix and just films in general we we could literally talk about that for hours but we'll spare you <laughs> and hopefully um you enjoyed it and on that note thank you so much for listening to us um we certainly enjoyed yeah. filming it so stay safe and catch us here and on the MGC website soon thank you